Marlon Mack officially signed to be a Houston Texan. Does that affect how Houston views the running back position in the NFL draft and the U of H Pro Day? Go Cougs! Got to talk about all of that and more here on the Locked On Texan podcast. Before we do, it's Monday. So, Cody, start the week off right. Hit the countdown. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Monday edition of the Locked On Texan Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They're coming at you all in the wave. Bet Online is where the game starts. I'm John, some sports guy, followed by, well, you know, I'm sorry, not followed by, but joined by hmm. none other than Sports Illustrated's own Cody. Davis and to kick off today, show Marlon Mack as we predicted <laughs> months ago is now officially a Houston Texan. And you know, first and foremost, I would like to say that I think this was a very good signing. One of those signings where it's a trend of Nick Casario, low mm-hmm. risk, high reward. Didn't get the opportunity to see the details of that contract. Um, and I have been looking for it, so maybe that'll be something that comes up later in the week we can kind of briefly discuss. But, Cody, I'll say this. The Marlon Mack edition is very good. Uh, gives Houston a career 4.3 or better yard per rush running back, but it shouldn't affect what Houston does in the draft. The drafting a running back, I think, with a different skill set should still be the idea, right? And i also continue with, Houston did sign Dare Obubowale mid last month. He is a career special teamer. And then we look at Rex Burkhead. I suspect that, you know, if he's around week one, he'll be set back into his limited role where he can help out the offense in spurts. But I like this Marlon Mack signing. I think this is exactly what Houston needed, a tougher back that can at least, at the very least, fall forward for three to five yards, right? It can help out with this offense and what they're trying to do on early down situations. Yeah, most definitely, John, listeners and viewers, I think this might end up being one of, if not the best free agent signing for the Houston Texans. And John, I just heard you say that it should not affect the Houston Texans whether or not to draft a running back in this year's draft. But I'm going to go off a limb and say maybe they should at least hold on from drafting a running back for this year because when I take a look at Marlon Mack, I'm looking at a guy who only had one real season as the primary running back. That took place during the 2019 season where he recorded 1,091 rushing yards um, for the Indianapolis Colts. And the only reason why he did not continue his success as the primary running back is because the following year, as we all know, he sustained a Achilles injury. And when I when I take a look at Marley Mack, I see a guy who is definitely going to be this team number one option in the backfield. And Marley Mack, if healthy, I still believe have a lot of football left, John, as you just alluded to, low risk, high reward type of players. And 
you know, we all know how important this NFL draft is, what they have, like 10, 11 picks this year. And if they could just hold on, and, and, and you should be happy and proud of me, John, because you know I have been dying to see the Houston Texans draft a running back. You and I have had so many debates off camera, but – you know, I, I just have a lot of confidence in Marlon Mack. This is a guy who's only 26 years old. So he, if he goes out and ball this season, you're looking at a situation where Houston Texans can actually use him for the next three to four seasons. And look, I understand that you still want to pair him with a younger back to, you know, share the burden with, you know, and, and Marlon is also a guy that can be utilized a lot in the passing game as well. But John, the listeners, I love this signing. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but Marlon Mack, man, he's going to be really big for the Houston Texans in 2022. Well, I would like to really quickly just the statement towards he'll be very useful in the passing game. We're not 100% sure about that. He has never had over, what was it, 17 catches in a season. That's not necessarily his strong suit. And I would say for this position, um, it's, I think it's important for Houston to look towards the future by drafting a decent back now, right? I mean, between rounds four to six, I think that there are so many talented backs that Houston could bring in in that draft and be able to use that, that player. And I've been big on a running back out of Mizzou, Tyler Bidet. You know, I've been big on his skill set and what he can do for Houston in that passing game. Or if you want to double up on toughness, you can look at Damian Pierce out of Florida. I, I do think addressing the running back position is still the idea for Houston this year, only because what it would allow you to do is still, okay, Ogunbowale, like I mentioned, is a special team. Rex Burkhead, his role needs to be limited. So you're still going to need a primary uh, back and a back that can take the load off uh, more times than not. A younger back with fresh legs, is definitely the way to go uh, if you want to invest in that position for the next couple of years. And if Matt works out, then you'll be in a position where you may have a very good one-two punch. You know, I'm not going to compare the two whatsoever, but, you know, there's a lot of great one-two punches in the league. I go to Cleveland with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Now, of course, both of those guys are studs, and the only reason why Kareem Hunt is in Cleveland was because of the off-the-field issues, but – when we look at quarterbacks like a Davis Mill, you've got a great run game around them. The possibilities of what you can do on offense can be endless. And, you know, we're talking about helping out Davis Mills. Let's do it the right way. The Houston Texans love versatility. Marlon Mack is a little bit versatile. John, the most he was utilized in the passing game came in 2017. He caught 21 catches 21. for 225 yards. And I think that's two touchdowns. So, like I mentioned, and look, I agree. Look, you still need to pair him because it seemed like the NFL is trending to have not one but two primary running backs that you can utilize, like like you just mentioned in Cleveland. But, John, I, I just think the signing of Marlon Mack might buy the Houston Texans more time to address other needs, that other, other positions that they need to fill for this upcoming draft. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Champions, odds, podcasts, and reviews for all of the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. 
Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all of the trends in action this season because Bet Online is where the game starts. And Cody, our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because of two different reasons. Did not always have the opportunity in the morning while getting ready for work to make breakfast. Still need something on my stomach, and I want to get ready for this wedding, so I want to put the right things on my stomach, the right things in my body. And when you look at what Athletic Green AG1 can provide, one scoop. All you need is one scoop of this delicious Athletic Green, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced super foods. You can't beat that. You literally cannot beat that. One scoop, out the door, ready for my day, and it's a lifestyle-friendly product, whether you eat keto, uh, you're vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still having a great taste. Now, a lot of people look at the color green when it comes to what you're drinking and they automatically shrivel their face up. That's not the case with AG1. Athletic Green uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product literation after and third party tasting and i'm a fourth party taster. we're having a party over in my house with the ag1 to make it easy athletic green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash nfl network again that's athleticgreen.com Come slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for making Locked On Texas your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Just enough time for your Athletic Green AG1 drink. Maybe a bill bar. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Cody, you know I hit the gym yesterday, right? On a good good Sunday. Mm-hmm. Worked out, man. And you know where I'm at right now? I can't necessarily work out like I did when I was playing high school football. But mm-hmm. I like to kind of get new peaks, right? So my new peak on a treadmill is I can go five minutes, 5.5, on the speed of 5.5 straight without stopping, right? Uh, and I was able to do 2 0 for some good peaks on the bench. But today, well, yesterday I said, well, I want to see how many times I can do 225. Now, the match <laughs> I was ever able to do 225 was 17 times straight, no stops. Got in the gym Sunday, stopped at seven. But I haven't, you know, hit 225 in a very long time. Hopefully, I'm at 10 by the start of next week. I wanted to mention that just to let you guys know, hey, man. I was never gonna make it to the NFL. Right? <laughs> Let's talk about some other, some of the other boys out of U of H. We talk about them Cougs. They had their pro day. Cody had an opportunity to be out there. What did you actually see in terms of how Houston, the Texans, can benefit from any of those players out on the field? Well, before I start talking about um, the pro day, I do want to say this first, John, listeners and viewers. 
it was my very first pro day and it was such an awesome experience because not only do you have an opportunity to see these prospects put in work but you also have an opportunity to kind of talk to the guys on the side and get to know them a little bit on a personal level and on friday the houston texans i believe they was hosting it as well because it was here in the city of houston but university of houston had their pro day every team in the nfl was there except for the los angeles rams and a lot of the teams that was there, they had their eyes set on one player, and that was the defensive end, Logan Hall. He is by far the universities of Houston's top prospect for this upcoming draft. And John, listeners and viewers, before moving on, I had an opportunity to talk to one of our good friends, um, John Harris. You guys are you you guys should know him. He covered the Houston Texans for the Texans. And John, you also had an opportunity to do a podcast with him over at the Locked On NFL draft um a couple weeks ago. But yeah. me and John was talking, and John said, Look, if Logan Hall is still there at pick number 37, the Houston Texans better just go ahead and just select the young man. And I wow. 100% agree uh, because, you know, like I just mentioned, he is one of the best defensive linemen coming into this draft. But if the Houston Texans do miss out on Logan Hall at some point, if he is still on the board, let's say between the middle of the second or more so in the third round, they should go with Logan's teammate, and that's David Anini. And he is also establishing himself as one of the best defensive linemen entering this draft. This is a guy who ended his collegiate career at the University of Houston with a total of 20 0.5 sacks for his career he is a very versatile defensive end he was telling me that he can play both the 4-3 and the 3-4 defense which means John he's versatile you know how much the Houston Texans love their players to be versatile but at the same time when you take a look at Lovey Smith when you take a look at that Tampa 2 defense it's going to be extremely important that he plays the 4-3 this is a guy who can move really, really well, coming off the line of scrimmage really, really fast. He showed his explosive, has great feet. Um, he ran a 4-6 during his 40, and he bench-pressed 225 pounds 25 times. So you can really see the potential. You can see the strength. You can see the speed that he has. And by the way, I had a source tell me that he is one of a few prospects the Houston Texans will hold a private workout with sometime this week. I don't know the date, but I do know the Houston Texans do have a lot of interest in David. And I'm hoping that he has an opportunity to continue his career here in Houston. But of course, playing for the Houston Texans. Now, I will, really quick, I really like to say when we look at uh, David and the possibility and his versatility, you know, he may be one of those players where Lovey Smith brings him in, right? Because he is mm -hmm. 6'3, 250, you know, ran away, 4'6, like you said, strong guy up top, good feet, uh, athletic enough. He may be one of those players that Lovey Smith uses to kind of bend in and out between the three tack, the three technique and maybe like a four-eye or a five to where he's, you know, kind of, you know, sneaking a man here and there in certain situations <laughs> where to work out for that team's defense, for the Houston Texans defense. So, you know, that versatility in terms of scheme, we look at that now. We should look at that now if there's a possibility. Houston does track them. 
not necessarily going back between 3-4-4-3 in a sense, but more so the positions or where he can be effective on that field. Hmm. And, John, I do want to throw this little tidbit in. I know you just asked me, you know, what was one of the main things that I saw, you know, being at the University of Houston's Pro Day. And one thing that I saw that the Houston Texans can basically find gems just going right down the street. And I know on this show we talked a lot about Kevon Thibodeau, you know, prior to – the the end of the season we were talking about the possibility of the Texans drafting um Adrian Hutchinson and the Houston Texans are going to go into this draft and try to find somebody to continue revamping this defensive line and look the foundation is already set you have John Grenard you have Roy Lopez they just missing that one piece if they could come away with Hall David, um, Thibodeau, or Hutchinson, this defensive line is going to be really, really good. And as we sit here on April 3rd, 2022, I'm 100% confident that the Texans are going to pick up one of these guys to continue tr- making this defensive line trend in the right direction. Now, John, as a former player yourself, I know you love those big boys up front. And... This next prospect that I'm about to mention, I don't think he's ready now, but it seems like the Houston Texans are establishing a great developmental, uh, a great developmental program for this organization. We saw what guys can do when they get here. You put them in the right situation. You put them with the right coach and they can flourish. And the next guy I would like to see the Houston Texans target is Cody Russey. And what I love most about Cody Russell, you're talking about a guy that's 6'1", 292 pounds, and this guy can move. He's light on his feet. John, listeners and viewers, I just gave you his measurements. He ran a five flat at his pro day. That's how well this young man can move. I love everything that I saw from Cody. He is a center, and I think he would be in the best situation, not only for the Houston Texans, but for him as well. If the Texans had an opportunity to draft him, you put him in a situation where he can learn from Justin Britt, who, by the way, up until this point, has had a really solid career. He can learn from a lot from he can learn a lot from Justin Britt. You put him around there with other guys on that defensive on that offensive line that can really benefit him for his career. Yeah, and I, I like Cody. Uh, simply because I think he will be available for when Houston needs to maybe target a, a center, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bench press 225, 38 times. So that means that guy up top, he got some strength, right? And you spoke about how light he is on his feet. Those are two good you know, attributes to have as a center. And at 6'2", you know, I'm expecting, since he's so strong, to be able to get some uh, leverage uh, on some of these defensive linemen and move them out the way. But, you know, he also spent five seasons at La, La Tech, appearing in 49 games, making 46 starts over the last final four seasons. And what I liked most about the pro day for U of H is a lot of those players were transfers, right? And so I look at this different systems and the ability to have success before moving on to the Cougs, right? We look at cornerback Marcus Jones, who played at Troy, Cody Russell, who played at La Tech, and Isaiah Chambers, who played at McNeese. They got a lot of guys that came in and was able to facilitate and be uh, important day one for this team, and that speaks volumes to me. That means you can go into any situation and come out on top at some point. 
You got your AG1 Athletic Green Juice that you want to drink? You may want to partner that with a Built Bar. Let me tell you why. Built Bar are the best at a lot of things, and variety is number one. You can look at getting the opportunity to get a white chocolate cookies and cream flavor Built Bar, or you can get some of those other flavors like the mint brownie, the coconut almond. You choose. Don't lose. Don't snooze. Get up and check out Bill Bar. They contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually carries around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a net dozen of those nasty carbs. Dozen of those nasty net carbs, excuse me. So check out Bill Bar at Bill.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Make sure you're following us throughout the week as we continue with our draft talk. And Brandon Cooks, trade talk is heating up, right? Want to be around for that now? Make sure your second listen is the Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They will draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Cody, there's another guy that was at the pro day that you, you didn't get an opportunity to talk about that I think Houston could possibly look at in this draft. You know, his recovery is going well. Marcus Jones, what did you see from him? Yeah, look, we didn't have an opportunity to see Marcus Jones because he is recovering from shoulder surgery. He had, I think a couple months ago, he has um, shoulder surgery on both of his shoulders. But we did have an opportunity to talk to him. His surgery is going well. I was told by a source that the Houston Texans are interested in Jones, but they are a little bit concerned given his injury history. But Jones told me and the reporters that he will be ready for the start of rookie training camp, which is what sometime in May, right after the draft. But when I take a look at Marcus Jones, this is a guy who is a very solid defensive back and he is a kickoff return special specialist. It doesn't matter if it's punt. It doesn't matter if it's kickoff. This young man can get your team some yardage and he can also find the end zone. He ended his collegiate career with a total of 884 kickoff return yards and four touchdowns. And John, that is really telling to me because this is an organization that has been dying for somebody to come and help restore their special teams game in terms of returners. Yeah, I think that if we're talking about the Houston Texan guys, I mean, a lot of times we don't want you to get caught up in thinking we may just be blowing smoke or talking just to talk. We always here at the Locked On Texans, you know, I think we do the best job that we can at times as considering that this is the Houston Texans and who they like a guy that can come in and to the facility off 16 and Kirby and can wear multiple hats, right? And you just mentioned what Jones was able to do for a special team and playing cornerback, which he was also successful at uh, during his time at Troy U of H. And so not being able to, to participate in that pro day, I'm sure it sucks for him. He wanted to be out there with his boys repping U of H and also trying to get his stock up. But 
the tail of the tape will eventually speak for itself. And once that happens, and you know, we'll be able to see whether or not he lands in Houston or there's another team, uh, another of the 31 teams out of 32 would like to pick him up. Carter, we also have some draft prospects coming up this week mm. on the show, right? Yes, sir. We got TSU's own defensive end, Michael Padejo. He's going to be on Thursday. Yeah, and we have – Yes, man. Uh, man, that that like you mentioned, that young man can ball. And we also you know, have... real quick, shout out to TSU because I know if you was at their pro day, it's gonna have that Frenchies right there laid out <laughs> right on the table, one for each medium member. Man, like I tried. I tried. I really wanted to go, but my schedule did not align with when, when they held day pro day, which I think was Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, last Wednesday. But um, later on in the week, we are also going to have Isaiah Chamber had an opportunity to watch him at UH pro day. Um, he's going to be on Friday. So we're going to close out this week listening to two draft prospects. I have more cooking up. John, you have son for this whole entire month. My goal is to get as many draft prospects on this yep. podcast as possible so you listeners can and viewers can actually hear from the prospects themselves because look there's only so much we could say to try to help you know beef up their draft stock but you know these young right. mans man you know john listeners and viewers the the small talks that i had with these guys both on and off record i just want to say man I'm, I'm rooting for all of these guys that i met over the past week um, and it's just so it's just so cool just watching these young players, you know, talk about how much they actually dream, dreamed of being NFL players and knowing that they're on the cups. It's something special to see, man. And <clears throat> I do think it's important to allow the players, whether it's the platform of their own or being invited onto another platform, which essentially is the case they're going to be talking with us, the full space and opportunity to talk about what they want to talk about in terms of not being force-fed a lot of questions that can become repetitive, right? Not getting the opportunity to put out there what they actually want to put out there. They're doing a lot of work right now, a lot of work, on the field, off the field, speaking with agents, trying to figure out what round they're going to, what can they get better at, how can they improve, the whole nine. So I want you guys to make sure that you're tuning in throughout the week, checking out the Locked On Texans to hear from these players. Because without the players, we wouldn't have a sport. Without the sport, we wouldn't have the Texans. Without the Texans, you wouldn't have John and Cody. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube page and Locked On Texans as well. And follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12 for all things Texans, music, sports. And I don't want to talk about the Will Smith slap, so don't come my way with that. <laughs> and them gas prices going down a little bit. I'll see you. Keep on going down. Yes, sir. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I'm sorry, Lamar. I didn't go to I didn't go to UH. You know, I've been throwing up crews a lot this in this podcast episode. So I'm sorry, Lamar. You know, we 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 lame. You know, we got this, John. Go ahead, throw up the L, rock it back and forth. <laughs> but until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. Go Cardinals.